Uh, now keep in mind this season, eleven o'clock game for the three and seven team. They didn't want to put this game on national that's that TV. Big Ten, eleven o'clock. That's a that's a that's a strokey there. I want to put that bad boy right at six thirty. You know, I want to see that on TV when I'm eating dinner at night. That's I, what I, I want to see. I hear you. They really left us out to dry this week. College football. You have this game. You're gonna be the at pumpkin patch. You're gonna be the pumpkin patch. This <laughs> in that game. What's up, everybody? Welcome to. All in, baby. <laughs> you thought I was going to say the old show name. I'm not now. Um, couldn't be happier to be here. We had the most incredible launch or relaunch of our show you could possibly ask for. Over 2,300 subs on YouTube. Over 20... How many views? 20,000? 25,000. We really and love you guys. We weren't on YouTube. We were not on Spotify. We were not on Apple. But we're going to be on there this week. So you could tune in on there. Uh, give us an intro. Make sure you tell people what to do. Guys, we love you to death. Like, comment, share, review, subscribe. Do it all. Ring the bell. Help out your cousins. Let's get into it today. A little MLB action to start. We are heading in the right direction for the World Series. Rangers up 2-0. But getting the their beat right now. Bleep that, cousin. <laughs> getting their beat right now. Philly's up 2-0 on the D-backs. They're looking ahead into the NLCS. The D-backs are going to be heading home to try and stop that. What do you think about that series? Coming? Okay, so the Diamondbacks are a great team. They got hot at the right time. They're running into another team that got hot at a better time. With better players. And that's right now. And they've got the all-star power. And they've got, I hate to say it, the pitching's about the same. So if the pitching's the same, but the offense has got a little bit more star power. Also, what scares me for the D-backs is they've got a lot of guys that have been there and done that. So they're not. this is not too big of a stage. And Arizona's got a younger team. That hasn't been there and done that. Right. So I anticipate, if you're asking me right now, who's going to be in the World Series? I'm thinking it's going to be Rangers win this series 4-1 or 4-2. And I think the Phillies win. I know this is going to be kind of a D-bag move, but um, I think it's going to be 4-0 or 4-1. You do. I do. I, I, I Phillies do come into this game. I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, not this game, this series. Uh, pardon me. With so much playoff, you experience. know, experience, Schwarber, it's just tough to stop. Harper, Turner, Castiano, it just keeps going. It does. It keeps going. The pitching is ex is exceptional. Uh, we kind of knew that the Phillies, if they got hot, would would be able to make a run. When you they, had mentioned when, when it before. They, when they were about 15 to 1, 16 to 1, I was staring at it. I regret not plugging in a nice hammer on them. Um I'd be I'd be sitting real pretty right now, but that's shame on me. When I see it, I should have bet it, and that's a little lesson for all the sports bettors out there. But we're gonna move on to college football. Uh, we got a huge game on Saturday, a couple huge games, but I think the biggest game is Penn State versus Ohio State. This is dog versus dog. Where are you leaning on this game? And then I'll jump into my opinion. I'm looking for whatever team can efficiently run the ball the best in this game. I think it's going to come down to the wire. I think Penn State, uh, as they always do, puts up a major, major fight against Ohio State. Uh, both teams ranking very high third and fourth coming into this game for points against, uh, hence the low collegiate over under 45 and a half. I'd uh, kind of take a look at that number as it gets closer to Saturday. I think this is going to be a great game. I think Ohio State uh, should be very happy that they're playing at home. It's not a hostile environment uh, for them. Uh, if they were to be in Penn State, I think they'd really have their hands full more than they already do. It's going to be a really good game. So 
The only thing I can say about this Penn State-Ohio State game is, I'm going to tell you right now, Ohio State's probably played a little bit better talent, but I'm not sold on their quarterback. The over-under in this game is 45.5. They're expecting a lot of running. Because at a 45 and a half, I know it's a Big Ten game, but these are two teams that can put up some points. If you want my professional betting opinion, I think that Penn State covers this game, the four and a half, no problem. You heard it right there. I do. I think Lions plus four and a half. If they lose, I think they're up three or four, and they end up losing by, you know, uh, by three. So I'm really interested to see what Penn State does on the road. Uh, now, keep in mind, this season... 11 o'clock game for the 3-7 and seven team. They didn't want to put this game on national TV. That's that TV. Big Ten 11 o'clock. That's a, that's, a, that's a strokey there. I want to put that bad boy right at 6.30. You know, I want to see that on TV when I'm eating dinner at night. That's I, what I, I want to see. I hear you. They really left us out to dry this week, college football. You have this game You're going to be at the pumpkin patch. You're going to be at the pumpkin patch missing <laughs> that game? You're going to be at the pumpkin patch honey, missing this one. Honey, let me tell you something. We're not not going to the pumpkin patch until three o'clock okay if you're at the pumpkin patch at three then you'll miss the next game the 230 central ball game tennessee in tuscaloosa the next big game of the slate bama coming into this game minus eight and a half i'm gonna Weird give you my line. opinion i've been playing that good eight and a half is a big line against tennessee who's ranked 17th alabama's ranked 11th tennessee beat alabama last year if i'm not mistaken i'm gonna tell you right now i like alabama in this game I think Nick Saban gets his team together I think he rallies the troops and what's weird about this year and I'm going to caution everybody Alabama to win the national championship is not that big of a long shot and they've already lost one game so all I can say is be careful because Uncle Saban can come into the beat Georgia in the in the in the big the SEC championship go to the go to the final four with Georgia it'll be one two three four and I can promise you, you don't want to play Alabama when Nick Saban gets to the big games. You don't. No, no, no. I couldn't agree with you more. I think Bama needs to figure out uh, the play of their young QB, Milroy. I think they need to line him up and keep him intact this weekend against Tennessee, who does like to send a ton of pressure. I'm not worried about I pressure, love Bama though, in this game. Because this kid has some wheels and he has some ability and he's a big guy. I don't think Tennessee's going to be able to like pull him down easy. Or I, I just That's my opinion. To your point on Nick Saban, I think Nick Saban is guaranteed telling the team this week, this is a statement game at home you want to make the playoffs not only do you need to win this game you need to win in high fashion if you I look for them to cover i'm going to take alabama in this game minus seven i'm going to buy it down or i'm going to see where it's at i'm going to take a minus seven i'll lay the juice i don't care i just don't want to think if i win by seven i lose i just don't want that so i'm down to win by seven and push so minus seven i will be taking alabama i will be taking penn state plus four and a half there's two picks into the show and we're not even in the nfl yet there you go wow um, okay, we're going to talk about Marco's Jets bet. I'm talking in third person because, <laughs> God, that felt good. Man, just J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Yes, well, see, we got it out. One more time. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. <laughs> say, I, I'm trying to say Jets with a New York accent, but I sounded like a little goofy, a little Magoo. Hey, Jets, Jets, Jets. Jets, How you doing? Jets, Jets. <laughs> um, no, real talk. Jets look great. Eagles did exactly what I thought they would. They tried to bully a team that can't be bullied. What they should have done 
is bullied them on their offensive line and ran the ball. They didn't run the ball at all. Why didn't they run, Anthony? Talk to me. Cuzzo, I got to tell you, I've been a big supporter of Sirianni, just as the city of Philly has. And I'll tell you this first and firsthand. I mentioned last week on the show, sorry I missed the pursuit. The reason I had Swift for 50 yards, you're coming into this game, you're facing the 29th ranked rush defense in the league in the New York Jets, and you only give the ball off 10 times. Uh, Jalen Hurts was nearly um, the most carried back in this game. He took the ball eight times for himself for Which a gain of 45 yards. Insane. You know, I've been telling Insane. everybody, when you play Philly, if you can force third and seven and longer and you spy the quarterback, you're winning the game. Period. Yeah. Because Jalen Hurts just wants to run the ball. He does. That's his when when in doubt, run. That's his thing. And if you spy him with somebody that can make good tackles in the open field, because you are going to be one on one, so you're going to have to make that difficult tackle. I'm not discounting how talented he is. I I cannot believe so with guys like Sauce Gardner in the secondary and just a team that's well known Sauce, to be able to shut down the pass. Sauce was out that game though. Oh, he was out. He that was game. out. I know you didn't have action on that game. I didn't. But he was out that game with a great secondary, nonetheless, and a great defensive coach. A team that's been able to stop the pass. We've seen them absolutely get after, uh, you know, Josh Allen this season. Yeah. Quarterbacks of high caliber. It's amazing to me that they threw the ball 45 times, the Eagles, in that game. And, and the craziest part is, is they only put up 14 points, and seven of them were on a 12-minute drive to start the game. They scored on fourth and goal from the three-yard line or the two-yard line. I was just... I, as a Jets better that day, I was like this. What the flying mother? Beep 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 beep. And then it's then it's fourteen nine at half, and I'm like this. What? We got a shot. How do we score three field goals, no touchdowns? They got one touchdown on this Magoo fucking fourth down. It was just really disappointing. But you know what? They pulled it together. They played great defense in the second half. They held them scoreless. They held the 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 Philadelphia Eagles scoreless. In the second half, that's incredible. But, you know, whatever. I think that th we'll talk about the game that they're playing against this week. Hey, with Miami. and shout out to Zach Wilson. He, he did exactly what he had to do. Play team football. Perfect. Don't make mistakes. Just keep doing that, brother. Don't make mistakes. And let me tell you something. I saw when people got close, that, look at me. He grabbed that ball and said, you're going to put me in hell before you take <laughs> the ball out of my hands. He wasn't turning the ball over. Someone must have told him, if you fumble the ball, you're done. You're more to Dell in this coming, city. We're coming for you. And he said, I'm not fumbling. <laughs> Don't worry. Um, and I'm gonna tell you something. He went out to dinner in public that day with his face showing everywhere. Cause he's like, I just beat the, the Eagles. You can't oh, hate me today. Big you're smile. gonna hate me last week, but you can't That's hate me true. now. That's um, true. We're gonna talk about the Chargers. Um Are the Chargers the best two and three football team you've ever seen in the NFL? Okay, here, first of all, they have guys on defense like Khalil Mack, Nick Bosa, Kenneth Murray, Derwin James. The list will go on and on. And then on offense, they have Justin Herbert, uh, you know, an always injured Mike Williams. I know he's a good player, always injured. But then Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, Gerald Everett. I mean, the fact that this team is two and three boils down to one thing and one thing only for me, brother. What is it? And that is the worst 
coaching. Oof. The coaching I've heard has got to stop. Has got to stop. I've been hearing nothing about Staley's defense. Between you and I, though, before you get okay, I agree I'm with heated you. Heated up right coaching now. Coaching his coaching's been tough. It's so bad. But did you know in their three losses, the Chargers have lost three times this year by a combined eight points? Yes, that's coaching. Again, ouch. That goes right back to coaching. Staley is supposed to be this big defensive guy, 32nd ranked pass defense in the league. And then uh, look no further. Kellen Moore left Dallas, now at the Chargers, throwing the ball too much in Dallas, throwing the ball too much in LA. They need to get to the run game. They need to find an identity. Everything they do is predictable. Dan Quinn was all over it. I love the Cowboys. The Cowboys came to fruition. I don't know. Cowboys didn't look that good in that game. <sighs> But they came to fruition. They came to win. But yeah, you know, this is a week, good, interesting week. They're coming against KC. I'm excited to see what happens because I think the coach is on the hot seat, and I really like betting on teams that are on the hot seat, especially because they're two and three. I would love to know some stats on two to two and four to make the playoffs, or three and three. I'd love to know that. But you know what? We'll, we'll probably we'll, a major deal. It's, if it's I had a to guess. ginormous difference. Um, okay, next team we're going to talk about is the Bad News Bears. They're my Bad News Bears. I love them, but I think it's time to trade your good players, build up, and get ready for a rebuild. I just don't love where the team's at right now. I don't. I think, if you want my opinion. I think you trade DJ Moore. I think he's too talented to be on this team. I think you he's trade so good. To be honest, I think Fields, another team might be able to do Fields, but right, to be honest with you. You want to know who I think where Fields should go? And everyone's going to dog me for this Atlanta. I think they should get Desmond Ritter out of Atlanta, let Justin Fields come in there, plug and play, and we're going to coach you the way we coach you, and Cousin. we're going to win. You just gave me the chills with it, that Atlanta. It makes so much sense. It makes too much sense. I put a lot of thought into that. This Atlanta team, a Fields, a Bijan, a Pitts, a Drake London, my God. Look at me. That be a young star Look at studded me. That's a right, that's the right, that's the right build. I'm telling you, Justin Fields in Atlanta would be a guy that you wouldn't want to face. Justin I really Fields like in that. Chicago, it doesn't work. I really um, like also it. the Bears need a a a, a dome immediately this I, and with grass not turf because i'm with you on this get rid of turf thing i'm with you but i want to get this team out of chicago it's almost as the city crumbles so does the team it's wild to me to watch it's um, true 49ers finally fall to the cleveland browns if you guys took a double digit favorite coming from the west coast to the east coast that's on you that's all i'm gonna say i the fact they, that lost, people, they had some injuries i know yeah but i'm just saying you but guess what so did the Browns. Yeah, no, yeah. The no. Browns came into this game. Nick Chubb, season-ending injury earlier in the year. Huge loss in no a game Watson. like that. No Watson. I mean, come on. I'm with you. Bottom line is this. Don't be shocked. The Browns come into this game with the number one total D. They show why they have the number one total D. I saw they shut that down. Jim Schwartz is 9-1 versus Kyle Shanahan. And Brock Purdy versus man coverage, 7.5 QBR. I've been saying I like Brock a lot, but it's easy to throw the ball when your team is running the ball so effective. And one thing with the Browns is they know how to shut down the run. Browns come into this game. They play man coverage. They have an unbelievable secondary. They say, hey, listen, if you're going to beat us, you're going to throw that thing around and you're going to put it in tight quarters. You're going to put it in man coverage. I absolutely love 
this method against the Niners. This is my favorite. It's the way to beat the Niners. My next segment kind of includes this Niners team. I want to talk to you about it. Here's it's, We're going to call this the clip out right now. Who's the best 5-1 team? The Niners, the Eagles, the Lions, or the Chiefs? What do you think? Or the Dolphins. Oh, the Dolphins. I forgot. <laughs> so Don't forget about them boys team? in South Beach. Which 5-1 team is the best in the NFL? The Niners, the Eagles, the Dolphins, the Chiefs, or the Lions? You tell me first. Go ahead. I'm going to give you my opinion. Give me your opinion. My opinion, the best 5-1 team is the Chiefs. But okay. I'm going to put an asterisk to this. I don't think the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Okay. So what all I'm going to say is I think they're the best team out of these five. I think they're the best team. Now, if you were going to ask me about well-rounded team, like the most well-rounded, you know, ready to go, I would probably say the Niners. And I think the Niners have higher potential to go to the Super Bowl than the, than the Chiefs do, personally. That's my opinion. Yeah, I, I would say, honestly, right now, my best five in one team, I would have to say is... Go ahead. The Philly Eagles. Oh, I thought you were going to say Miami. I really, I was thinking about saying Miami. I thought you were going to say MIA. But when it comes to versatility, the Eagles, for me, in, in the secondary, they do it up front. Their front seven is just nasty. Their secondary is trash. But I still think they have really good, good players. Right. Darius Slay, right. I mean, James Bradbury. These are guys that I expect to find their way. Uh, they they are struggling a little bit right now, I, I would agree. But I do see them as the most versatile, two-way uh, powerhouse throughout the NFL. But it's funny you bring up the Dolphins. I want to talk to you about this now. Talk to me, talk to me. The Dolphins have uh, a receiver on the verge of breaking the NFL record for the most receiving yards in the season. Over six games, he has 814 receiving yards, a total of six touchdown catches and 42 receptions. Now, they also have a guy by the name of Tua Tagovailoa who's throwing him the ball, leading the NFL in yards, 1,876 yards, 14 touchdowns. Each of these guys leading in yards and touchdowns in their given category. Tua plus 330 to I, win MVP. I can't wait to see. Go ahead. Tyreek plus 4,000. That's crazy. That's so, great value. Here's, it is great value. Here's what I'm going to say. I think that Okay, I'm going to talk a little bit of SHIT, but I want you to take it with a grain of salt. I can't wait to see this team in the playoffs. That's all I'm going to say. I can't wait to see what happens in the playoffs. Will it, will it convert? Because I saw them kind of stumble in the first quarter against uh, Panthers. The Panthers weren't able to adjust. Yeah. When the playoffs come, you're not going to have, like be able to adjust. For down 14? Yeah. Like yeah. down 14 in the playoffs, like you're not going to be able to adjust. Now, I know they're that explosive. But all they I'm are saying that is, explosive. All I'm going to say is, is they they they've they've kind of beat up some shit shitty teams. I'm just going to say it. I agree. The Broncos. The, I I know, couldn't the, the agree Giants, more. I'm the, dying to see them come into this game this Sunday night. We'll get into that one. It could be the game of the year. Uh, I will say, but yeah, I agree. I want to see them play. The Dolphins fan some base is somehow gone down by 20 years over the last two years. <laughs> Every Dolphins fan I knew was 65. All of a sudden, you know, I'm going to say 40 years. Now all of them are 25. Out of nowhere. Talk about signing some players. You could just change the whole destiny of a, of a, of a, of, a, of, of the whole you guys, team. You guys know your Uncle Tone loves it down there in South Beach. You're Mr. But, MIA. But let me tell you something right now. These Miami fans are coming out of the woodwork. And if like you think <laughs> Philly fans are mean, wait until you talk to a Miami, uh, Miami fan and tell them their team's bad. They start insulting your culture, too. 
<laughs> you, hey, listen, you folks down in South Beach, if you're making the trip over to CenturyLink this Sunday night, all I got to say is you better wear protection. Look and at I'm me. not talking protection. I'm Look talking at me. protection. Look at me. If you're a Miami Dolphin fan, you can clip this out. If you're a Miami <laughs> Dolphin fan and you're going, you're going to, what is it? What is it? What the, CenturyLink. CenturyLink the Stadium in Philadelphia. First off, stay at the Four Seasons, the nicest hotel in the country. And secondly, Hire a bodyguard because I can promise you when I went there, I was in all black and I was secretly cheering against and I was still scared. If you wear your Miami Dolphin stuff there, you're getting your booty kicked. You're getting slapped down. And you know what's crazy? If your wife's wearing it, they're going to hit her too. So all I'm going to say is, look at me. Stay safe and stay smart. Hey, and it don't matter how much you're down by either. Just take cover. We've seen guys down 31 catching a crack in the club over there bro i'm watching a game trying to wheel home the second <laughs> half the guy's like you bum and i'm like listen i'm just trying to win the second half you got action he's like no no but you know f you i'm like okay f me like bye right uh these guys are crazy i told like i said philly fans best fans in sports but they will come for you they will come for like, you. It's a type of place. I'm like, hey, babe, you want to bring the kids to a game? Well, not in Philly. <laughs> <laughs> it is the real deal. They throw batteries. They heckle people. They heckle players, fans. You know it. Now it's Just time. Be safe. A little bit of little bit of off topic. We're not talking about Philly. We're not talking about Miami. There's a what well, we could kind of talk about Miami here. Yeah. There's a lack of scoring in the in, in the league right now. Not for the Dolphins, but for the rest of the league. <laughs> Certainly not There's for the teams Dolphins. just not, and I think this is a this is a product of a lot of quarterbacks retired. And a lot of really talented, you know, old school guys that knew how to call the game are gone. Yeah. Would you agree with that? Where's your head with this lack of scoring? Because the over and unders this week, unders last week were 12-2-1. This week, the over unders are so low, it makes me want to bet every single over, which I don't mess with over unders. Everyone knows that. But talk to me. What? Yeah, I mean, here, bottom line, uh, Miami hasn't struggled. Miami hasn't struggled because Miami is calling new age plays. They are going with the times. Uh, number one, a lot of what they are doing, if you're watching them on film, uh, for those of you at home, they're they're running a lot of vanilla stuff in the past game, post-wheel, uh, swap, uh, just changing a bunch of different things around, sending a lot of guys up in the middle, attacking vertically. I look for a lot of teams to be able to uh, try and do that, but my theory is this. What? There's a lot of teams that have turned their head away from the running game. And while people always say, well, the running game is going to chew clock and this and this and that, but the running game is going to set up the pass it game. It opens up the pass game. And if you see yourself sitting there throwing the ball 40 to 50 times a game and you're only accounting for you know 14 to 25 points, that's just not going to get it done. I wish the NFL would kind of uh, take on a little bit of the West Coast offense type of style where you hand the ball off, but 13 seconds later, you're passing the ball. Right. Like, quick. Well, why do you think boom, the boom. Rams are still crushing it? Boom, boom, boom. Because they're doing that. Exactly. He's like, we're going to speed it up, and we're going to make these defenses tired, and you're watching it. The Rams were supposed to be the worst team in the league this year, and I can assure you they are not the worst team <laughs> in the league Not even close. Year. It's like, it's kind of funny. Um, little fun fact. This Thursday night game yep. is very interesting, and I'm going to tell you why. The Saints are minus one. Is that correct? Ag they are minus one and a half. Against the Jags. At home. 
And I want you to share with everybody the fun fact you found out. So Derek Carr comes into this game 17-33-2 against the spread Jesus. when coming in as the favorite. That is absolutely wild. I personally, this game makes you want to bet the over. It opened up at 39. It's at 40. I still kind of like the over. If you were going to put a gun to my head and ask me what am I betting, I'm probably betting the over. And I hate over-unders. Everyone knows that. But I'm going to caution you. I'll probably wait to bet anything on this game, see how it's flowing, and then take which team I like more. Yeah, personally for me, I want to see how the Saints come out. I'm a big Saints at home primetime advocate. Usually that place is for whatever reason. Just... But these are two quarterbacks that can really throw the ball. Oh, man. Because Carr's playing. Which is weird that they have this line at 39 and a half I don't the get it. It's a Thursday night game. Thursdays are the creepiest of the creepy. They always are. Um, okay, we're going to move on to the next game. Falcons are at the Buccaneers. The Falcons are plus two and a half or plus 118. Over-unders, 37 and a hooker. I am on the Bucks this game on a money line. Um, I just think the Bucks bounce back after a tough week. And I think they beat the Falcons. I just, I'm not a believer in Desmond Ritter. And until they make a change at that QB spot, I'm going to kind of fade them. That's my opinion. Now, I will say it is kind of sketchy that on a neutral site, the Falcons would technically be a half a point favorite. I do find that very weird. But if I'm betting this game, I'm taking the Bucs um, on the money line. And that's kind of how I feel there. It is a little sketchy to your point. Uh, just know, folks at home, Buccaneers coming into this game with a very solid rush defense, ranked seventh among NFL teams, which, means which the, is going to put the ball in Ritter's hands. And he's going to have to throw it. And Correct. I just don't think he can throw. I agree. Yeah. Uh, why they drafted a guy from Cincinnati? Beyond me. Um, okay. <laughs> Next game is uh, Bad News Fairs versus the Raiders. Um, if you go to this game, you better be a you better be a fan of one of these teams because no you better be more than a fan. I mean this when I say it. You got to be more. Look at me. You couldn't pay me ten thousand dollars to go to this game, Marco. I'll give you ten thousand dollars, bang stack in your hand to go to this game. I'd say donate it to charity. You see the face. I'm out. Sorry. He goes. He goes like this. No, you know what? This is listen. Like how I said, much would I? How, you got to be more than a fan. If, first of all, if you're if you're flying to this cold weather Chicago from Vegas to see this one, uh, you, you have no have you have here. no brain cells. Um, if you're rooting for the Bears, uh, great. I'm rooting for the Bears. I'm rooting Badgen for the Bears to lose now. Versus Poyer. I'm not betting this game. Hoyer, this is just so buddy. Bad. I'm not betting this game, but I hope the Bears lose. We're playing for draft stock at this point. <laughs> Um, and this was, Let's I don't know even what, talk about, I don't this know who, who played the song. The show goes on tonight. <laughs> That's how I feel about this. Like the show's over, uh, Browns at Colts. Interesting game. Cause the Browns are minus two and a half at the Colts, which would make them at home. They'd be a five and a half point favorite, which does make more sense to me. Um, but right now they're minus minus one forty four. If you had a gun to my head, I would take the Browns on the money line, but this is another game that I, with these weird lines of two and a half, one and a half, I like to sit back. Literally one punt in a game can go from minus two and a half to a picket with good field position. So I mean this when I say it, sit back, relax, and try and get some value. This is a live wager week of live wager weeks. I said it to you some before, and you guys have made money doing that. So don't feel like you have to make a bet before the game start. Guys, uh... Real simple for me. Number one total defense. Number one pass ranked defense. Uh, I look for the Browns to do exactly what they did last week. Man pressure, heat up Minshew, put the ball in his hands. 
Um, Which he isn't bad. I do want to tell you, though, P.J. Walker coming in this game. P.J. Walker 4-0 and as a home starter. On the road, not so good. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. I find that really interesting. Yes. More interesting than I should, I'll tell you that. Um, commanders are at the Giants. I think this is the week where the Giants break through and they win this game. I think the Giants pull it together. I think Barkley rushes for about 130 yards, and I think they win. Um, this I just game do. is so bad. I, I don't <laughs> this think game so, is horrible. I, I really like Sam Howell. And I, I, I like just, him too. I like the Giants to win this game. I just I think that they come out, and I think they win by five. That's my guess. Four to five points. I want no part of this game. To me, the Giants, they do a ton of things wrong. And honestly, it hurts me to say this. Um, I think Plus, River, Riverboat Ron, Yeah, I think his days are numbered as a coach. Me too. I think he's done at the end of this year. I don't. Think, I think there's too much respect there. I love him to death. I, I think really there's do. too much respect there to do it. He's a legend. But I think two plus two and a half for the Giants sounds good. And if you have plus two and a half for the Giants, that means the Commanders can win and you can still cover. But I'm going to caution you: if you wait a second and the Commanders happen to go up seven zero to start the game, guess what, folks? You just got plus six and a half for free. And if the Giants score a field goal to start, guess what? The line's only going to go to like a picket. So, if my opinion. You just wait. I'm going to sprinkle uh, Robinson to score a touchdown in this game. Mm, I like that. Giants have the 31st ranked rush defense in the NFL. Well, they played pretty good defense against the Bills. They sure did. Let's talk about another game that's coming in with some star-studded defense. The NFL's number one rush defense, the Detroit Lions, plus three this against is my the number two I think this is a game we share. This is my favorite game of the week. I think the Ravens win this game with no problem at all. I'll be taking them minus 148. I love it. I love the Ravens. I know people are hot on the Lions. I love the Lions. I love the Dan. I love their coaching staff. I love. I love everybody. The Lions. Lions. The the Lions. You can't not like them. But I think the Ravens are an underdog team all the time. And I think this is a game where they just run the ball. And they just eat them up. I think I, I wouldn't be surprised to see the game go under, but I just really like the Ravens run game. So that's what I'm expecting there. I like the Ravens run game. One thing to be heads up about, uh, as I said before, Lions come in with the number one rush defense in the NFL. With that being said, uh, Ravens looked dominant in London last week. I look for the Ravens to force the Lions to run the ball. Uh, I, I think the Lions see most of their su- success off of the run, much yes. like the Rams. However, I look for I think Goff, them to be slowed I think Goff down. gets sacked four times in this game. That would be ideal. I do think. I do think, I think we are both on the Ravens. Let me tell you this right now. We Before the show, we have talked so highly about the Ravens. Go Ravens this weekend. For sure. Uh, Bills at the Patriots. This is the highest road some, I forgot the stat, but I think it's the this is the highest Patriots plus points in at like, home or something at home in like years, something crazy. Maybe like twenty years. It's crazy. They're plus eight and a half against the Bills. The Bills look terrible against the Giants. Um, I if you're if I was betting the game, I'm taking the Patriots plus the points. That's all I'm saying. I'm not betting the game. I'm, I'm, you, you guys know. If I was, I'm taking the Patriots plus the points. You guys know how much I like the Patriots uh, in life. They haven't in general, scored a touchdown in 42, so, 42 series. I think it's been 42 offensive s- series. They they haven't scored a touchdown offensively. I'm just getting Bears and Patriots this year. Just 
both just watching both just suffering. You know, if you combine both teams, you still wouldn't have a playoff run. Um, okay. I'm Cardinals, Cardinals are at the Seahawks. Ladies and gentlemen, um, I'm pulling out the caution yellow flag right now. Uh, the Cardinals are not as bad as you think, and the Seahawks are not as good as you think. But um, I, I'm comfortable with plus seven and a half in the Cardinals here. I'll tell you that. Weird divisional game. You could be up down 14 and cover. This is a game that I'm honestly, I was just going to say, divisional game that I'm looking to get plus points from the Cardinals. I'd like to see the Cardinals go down three. I would like to see or the, seven. I would, I'd like to get plus eight or more. Me personally. too. Because if they're down 14 and they score, they might go for two. Exactly. So get that plus eight to protect yourself. That's my opinion there. Um, Steelers are at the Rams. I'm going to let you take the reins on this one because you have pretty passionate feelings. And now that I look at the game more and more and more, I'm feeling you, but you go ahead and take over. <sighs> Very simple. Uh, Rams do better than anyone in the league. Balanced offensive attack. Because of that, I like them running the ball in this game against the 29th-ranked rushing defense and the Steelers. Rams know how to do it uh, both ways. I like the Rams at home at SoFi. They are minus three. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take them minus two and a half. I'm going to buy that down, and I'm going to take them on the money line. I like Rams. that. I like that a lot. I like that. Not going to lie. Um, Broncos at Packers. Anthony, I'm going to politely take this one if you don't mind. Oh, you got it, baby. Um, I am all over the Broncos in this game. I think it's my second favorite game of the week. I, I love the Broncos plus one. Um, I will be taking that and I'll be hammering that. I'm hammering this game. I just, I love it. Another I, Bronco hammer. I know. I just, this is the game where I think the whole country takes the Packers and I'm just on that plus one at home. Um, I just like it. I think Jordan Love's not that good. I just don't. I just, I don't like it. It's, I just don't know where the Packers are at. Their identity is really off right now. They don't know what they are. The Packers don't know what they are. They don't. They and really don't. I don't blame them. They lost, they lost a lot. So um, I'm on the Broncos here. It's definitely my hammer of the week with the Ravens. Maybe I'll parlay the two or maybe I'll make, maybe I'll build you guys a little, uh, Hundred to one or something, something fun. Little steamer, little steamer, little shik steamer. Um, we're gonna move on to the next game though. Dolphins at the Eagles. Drama. <sighs> the line's two and a half. Eagles are minus two and a half. The Dolphins are plus two and a half. The over under is fifty one and a half. All I can say is, if there was a game to bet the over this week, I'd be shocked if it's not this one. But I don't. <laughs> I'm not. I, this is a game where I will not bet, but I will watch. Taking the Eagles on the money line. Wow. Period. Point blank. End of story. He I'm lied to me. Sick all you fucking guys. All the, you know, give me a, give me some value. Show me some value. Here's some value for you. Minus 142, and I'm slicing it, and I'm slicing it thin, Cuzzo. I'm taking the Eagles on the ML. Minus 142, and I'm parlaying that. Not a player prop. I'm taking a play out of your book. Ravens money line. You heard it. Plus 200. Take that. Love that. I cannot complain. I like that. Plus 200 sounds beautiful. Don't feel bad. Tony Sharp gave you the prosciutto pounder plus 200 with only two legs. I don't want to hear another word. Um, I, I'm very thrown off by this. A little kisses. Kiss it, kiss it, kiss it. it. I'm very thrown <laughs> off by this. Um, but you know, first of all, that is going to be an 
unbelievable game. If you're not energized right now for that game, then you're not a football fan. Cuzzy, there's a game we forgot about, and it's another good one. Oh. It's the Chargers at the Chiefs. The Chargers are plus five and a half. I can't stay away from it. I'm not good enough. I'm taking plus five and a half. And I'm probably taking plus 200 too. It's 205 on DraftKings. Let me tell you something. For those at home that fall into traps, a lot of people are going to see, and they're going to say the Chargers, 32 dead last in the secondary. Buddy, the whole country is going to be on the Chiefs. and that's Yes, when they are. That's when your cousin comes up and he, he grabs the mic and he says, I'm taking the Chargers. Plus the points and money line, and don't worry, they're going to be in. The, they're going to be in that parlay I give you in a couple minutes here. Um, I love the Chargers. They've only lost three games by a combined eight points. The coach is on the hot seat. I love this game. Um, it's probably my third favorite game of the week, and I will be all over that. Three twenty-five. You'll see me on my couch with a bottle of water watching the game. That is a beautiful 325. 325. It's about time you give us a nice 325 game of the week. Honestly, it's unbelievable because you get that game and then you get just an awesome Sunday night game. Sunday night might be the most highly televised football game of the year. And take take Taylor Swift out of it. She's out. These two games might be the biggest ones. She's out of it. These, this game alone. Um, but that's how I feel about that game. The last game we're going to talk about right now is the Niners versus the Vikings. This is my fourth favorite game of the week. I'm on the Vikings plus seven. <laughs> Your fourth favorite game of the week. I love that. Want me to be honest? I lie. love that. Hey. Oh, you're not going to mic over? I got so excited. Hey, you know why I love that it's your fourth? Why? Because like those pe- the people at home right now, they're like, oh my God, he gave us four this week. <laughs> he gave us four. You know what I mean? This I'm is, happy for that. This is my fourth. I got so excited, I dropped the mic. This is my fourth favorite game of the week. Um, I like the Vikings plus seven. This is The Vikings have done nothing but fumble the ball nonstop. <laughs> I'm hoping the Niners, I'm hoping some of the injuries the Niners got, they're not permanent. I hope they're temporary. But I do think if some of the guys are ruled out, this line's going to creep down to five and a half. So if you're going to bet it, bet it early. Get the seven. And guess what? If you don't get it in the game and the Niners go up by seven, don't worry. You just got yourself plus 11. So that's my opinion. I like the Vikings plus seven. I maybe like the money line, but it scares me. Um, I think the seven's safe. That's how I feel. But it's time for me to give you guys a little parlay. Give it to them. I'm gonna, oh. Give it to them. Um, I got to tell you, I've seen that Minnesota team on offense in person without Jefferson. My God, Kirk Cousin looked like he looked like he needed a flashlight to find open receivers. Let me tell you that. He couldn't find a fucking guy. <laughs> All right, I'm ready to give you a 50 to 1 parlay. It's six legs. I'll be betting it. You already know I'm betting it. I, I love my look at when I take a play, I love it. It's like a sickness. It's a problem. It's like I turn into a psychopath. When I see a game I like, I just dive head first. So I'm giving you guys <laughs> what I like. Giants plus three, Broncos plus one, Chargers money line, Ravens money line, Cardinals plus 10, and Vikings plus seven pays 50 to one or 51 to one. And I'm letting you know right now, Cousin Marco's at least, at least, not even lying, putting 50 grand on that. That means it'd pay 2.5 million if I hit it. <sighs> I'm just I'm letting people know where I'm at. I'm putting 2.5 million. How many teams is that? Six teams. You heard it there. A 50k, 50, 50k. six teams steam, as I like to call 50K. it. 50k. And the last game would be in Minnesota. You already know your cousin. I'll charter the jet and we'll fly to <laughs> Minneapolis. We'll land 
We'll go to the game. I that would be wild. You know what? Maybe we'll bring some friends. A Monday night showdown. Monday night showdown for two and a half mil. Maybe we'll hit up BR betting and all the friends over there to see if they want to come with. Guys, I'm telling you, I since I, I left, loves when I kiss since it. I left the corporate structure, I've never felt more free. And I never felt better about what I bet. So I'm letting you know right now, it's a whole new it's a whole new world. A whole <laughs> new place for you and me. We're gonna win some bets. Who sings that one? Against the Jets. It's a little bit of Aladdin. I'm a father of three. Aladdin sings that one? Yeah, I think it's an Aladdin. I don't let, know. A, let Aladdin sing it, all right? Hey, why don't you shove it up your prosciutto <laughs> pounder, huh? All right, gentlemen, ladies, it's time for me to go make love to my wife. I love you. The show's over. Please do a comment uh, under the YouTube, under all the things. Give us ratings. Give us do a, a like, it, a like, a comment. Share it. Help me out. Help the cousins out. We don't got that corporate million dollar backing. All he's got is million dollar Marco behind him. And I'm doing my part and I know he is too. It's time for you to do <laughs> yours. We love you and we'll talk to you later. Hey, subscribe. Bring, ring the bell. Subscribe.